we're traveling bits and pieces now, but we're eventually going to graduate to full-time travel. Right. Want to get out and travel more this year without breaking your budget? Ruby and Peter share how you can use travel hacking as a couple to get great deals on your trips. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. As we move into May, I'm hearing more and more couples talk about travel. With the better weather and after an unprecedented, yeah, I said it, two years, many are looking for a change in scenery. According to TripAdvisor, 68% of Americans are looking to travel domestically this year, and 29% are considering a trip abroad. Travel can be a fantastic way to shift our perspectives and rest up a bit. Because many in our community are working towards financial goals as well, it's even more important to find ways to get deals on your vacations. That's why I want to pull from the archives and share an interview I had with Peter and Ruby from A Journey We Love. They have some wonderful travel hacking tips on how to keep your trips low stress, fun, and affordable. During our chat, we got into their process for finding deals with hotels and flights, how they budget during their travels, and tips for first-time travelers or those getting back into the swing of things. There's a lot to cover, so let's get started. A lot of couples do want to travel more, either mini breaks within they don't want to wait, you know, 30 years before they retire and go travel. But you bring up a good point. Traveling is a priority to you guys. I'm curious, was that something you wanted to do from the beginning as a married couple? Or is that something after you got married, you started having the conversation? It basically started like with me, mostly, because I've always wanted to travel full time. But I lived in the Philippines most of the time. And um, living in a third world country, you don't get as much option as you do like living in a first world country. That was like my main uh, driver back then. And then I met Peter and then he eventually said, okay, let's get on board. Okay, so you guys are working together with your finances and with travel. How do you guys decide where you're going to go and how long you're going to stay? It's mainly deals, essentially. You know, if we have vacation days that we can use, and we see a great deal, let's say that American Airlines is running a sale, then yeah, and if, if it fits our schedule, then we'll definitely book that because we know that those deals go fast. If it's a destination that we like, then we'll definitely go, you know, book the flight and then worry about hotels and everything else later on. Okay. So are, is typically the airlines the biggest expense or is it hotels? How does that work out? So in the first year, 2014, right, mm-hmm. I think the hotels were the biggest expense. But now we travel so much, we found a way to like use hotel points and Airbnb. I think it's still the hotel slash accommodation that's the most expensive. Yeah, I think and the food. Yeah, and, and the food. Yeah, but I would say I would say we if if you look at our past destinations that we've been to over the last three years, usually if it's a big destination, let's say Brazil or the Philippines or Europe. 
then most of those flights have either been free, not free, but very, very low cost because we've used points, airline points for those. Or mistake fares. Or mistake fares, and they've been very, very cheap. Hotels, on the other hand, hotels don't run that many sales, quite frankly. So um, we either go with Airbnb or some of the hotel points that we do have. But usually we focus kind of our big biggest energies on getting that airfare pretty low. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of deal with the hotels later on. When you go on vacation... Which one of you is the planner like, okay, we got to go here, 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 and which one of you kind of wants to just relax? And- okay, so as soon as we book the flight, I start researching. Like, I have a notebook. I carry around their notebook, like, everywhere. I have, like, four or five of them. So sometimes, like, I have so many notes, and then we don't always go to all the places I write, but at least I've picked off a few of them. I was looking at your list for just 2016. You've been everywhere around the country and then outside the country. Any favorite spots this year? I mean, for, I guess we can, I'll go first and then Ruby. This year, our big trip was, we went to Europe for the Euro 2016 soccer championship, or the European soccer championship. We went to France um, for about a week. Then I think we had a one day in Switzerland and then about a week in Czech Republic and Slovakia. So I would say, Though that one week in France was the most special because it was just, uh, you know, France, we went to Lyon. We didn't actually go to Paris, so we did not do Paris, but we did Lyon, uh, really a beautiful historic city, and then a couple of other smaller cities. So I would say that was the highlight for me, France. And Ruby, you can go next. My highlight would have to be Chamonix. It's like a ski resort town in the uh, mountains. So um, we saw glaciers. We actually walked inside the glacier. Yeah, that was the highlight of my trip because I grew up not knowing or seeing snow until I was like, (laughs) to see that much snow and walking in the glacier is fun. Are there any tips or tricks you've picked up along the way? So what we normally do is like we try to pack very light. Mm -hmm. So we normally have like one bag between the both of us. Because oh, like, wow. it actually like lessens the stress between us because you don't want to lug around four extra luggages clothes. yeah, and extra clothes when you go somewhere because that could be prone to fights. And then like you have to set expectations. If Peter wants to go on a four-course um, meal, which is a bit more expensive, we actually make it up the next day by going for like somewhere cheap. So that way we don't overspend our tip would be like, if you have a partner and you guys want to go traveling somewhere, just make sure that you guys are in line and how much you want to spend. So it doesn't mean that you have to spend a certain amount every single day. You could say, okay, for the whole week, we're going to spend $500 on food. So one day you could spend $100, but the next few days you could spend $20 each. So that way you could still have the best of both worlds. I know Peter gets a bit too caught up with food, so... <laughs> Say if a couple is listening right now and they, they want to make plans to travel more, what would you say is a good place to start? Yeah, I would say, you know, if depending on how many vacations they have. So one thing that we actually love to do is for, yeah, like weekend, weekend trips or, for example, so like if there's a holiday like Veterans Day or Columbus Day, you know, and you have a three-day weekend, they don't be afraid to just... Look at your uh, local deals. Look at your this budget airline deals. Yeah. yeah. So for example, in July, we went and did a three-day trip to um, Asheville, North Carolina. Actually, it was a quick, you know, three-day trip. It was a Friday. I think it was a Saturday. Friday, Friday. Friday evening. Come back Monday, Monday morning. Like yeah. thing. So you don't really like miss much of work, really. You kind of just do like a half day, 50 minutes. 
And but then you you know you have, you have the whole weekend to explore the um, Asheville, North Carolina, and kind of drive around the Blue Ridge Parkway. So we kind of like these three-day trips and these weekend trips. If it's a weekend trip, obviously you can't really fly as much. You can still drive around and, and kind of explore your state where you live. So I would say get get yourself in that attitude that okay for that three-day weekend instead of kind of like relaxing or all this, you know, just kind of say okay what's what's close enough that we can fly to or maybe drive I to do. for a nice two three-day weekend trip. Nice. Yeah, don't discount what your state has to offer. I would say the main purpose of our blog is to show people that even for people with uh, full-time jobs and responsibilities, that those people can still travel if you do certain things. Of course, we love to travel, we love to, we love to see the world, we, we kind of seek experiences and adventures all over the place. Knowing that we only have a limited time to visit each place, we kind of make sure that the way we live our life, we can save enough money uh, living our, I guess, domestic life so that we can travel all over the world and afford it and not feel, you know, ashamed or or bad about spending money on travel because this is really our main passion. That's the reason why we want to do uh, financial independence and retire early so we can travel full time without really worrying about money anymore. Right. If you're like us, you probably have quite a number of accounts between the two of you, including your old 401ks. It can be difficult to stay on top of everything, especially when your old employer switches providers, which is what happened with my husband. Here's where our sponsor Capitalize can help. Capitalize helps you find and roll over an old 401k into an IRA of your choice for free. They handle the entire process. And yes, that includes calling your old employer or the 401k provider on your behalf. If you're ready to make managing your old 401ks much easier, find out more at simplifyandenjoy.com slash capitalize. Before we wrap up, I want to highlight some key takeaways I grabbed from my interview with Peter and Ruby. The first is align your budget with what you enjoy. In this case, Peter and Ruby really do enjoy traveling, so they make sure that they include that within their budget. You might be in the same boat, or you might like something else, and that's fine. Of course, we do need to take care of those essential bills, make sure that we're working towards those financial goals, but do have room in your budget for the projects and things that you really enjoy together. The second takeaway is choose your splurge. This is a great tip, especially if you're going on vacation. There are going to be some things that you want to try out. It's a new experience and it's going to be pricier. Make room for that. But then cut back on other expenses that aren't so important to you. As you heard Ruby say, low-key day where you don't do a lot of spending. Having that balance allows you to enjoy and have these special moments on your trips without breaking the budget. Finally, travel doesn't have to be epic to be special or memorable. As Peter and Ruby pointed out, even some weekend road trips in your state or around your area can be fantastic because it's a way for you to spend time together, break out of the routine, try something different, and still come back relatively rested and having an adventure. That's an easy way that you can get started with travel, making space for that, and finding a rhythm that makes the most sense to you. 
If you want some extra cash in your savings for travel or other goals, and you want to revamp your budget, don't forget we have a free course called 5 Days to 5K. It walks you through step-by-step on different ways to find, save, and earn some extra money. Just head over to couplemoney.com slash 5K. Ruby and Peter are still traveling. So if you want to find out what trips they've been taking and what they've been up to now as parents, please check out A Journey We Love. As always, I'll have links to the resources we've mentioned today, plus more over in our show notes at Couple Money so that you can keep your trips affordable and fun. Heads up, the Simplify and Enjoy podcast is coming back tomorrow. We're also going to be starting out with some travel tips. Our first episode in the spring-summer series is all about how travel hacking works with the credit cards and how to maximize your rewards. We'll then have a follow-up episode next week with a travel hacker on how they plan epic family vacations, like a month in the Bahamas or traveling across Europe. So if you don't want to miss out on those episodes, make sure you're subscribed to the Simplify and Enjoy podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible. The music here today was from various artists over at Audio. We're also doing a listener mailbag at the end of the month on this podcast. So if you have any questions about marriage, money, travel, please send those in. Thank you so much for your support. Couple Money Podcast is made possible because of incredible listeners like you. Every tweet, Facebook like, and comment you make gets the word out so more couples can work as a team on their money and more. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.